What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area, and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrT'sTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside my co-host, Jack Manis. Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. You're listening to the 181st episode of the podcast. We are 19 away from 200. Uh, Jack is newly, we've been alluding to it in the past, I guess, maybe a few episodes or so, but he's officially a Jacksonville, Florida resident. How was the move, and uh, what what's it like to be in uh, in in Florida? Uh, move was a lot, but it was it was good. Now my apartment is pretty nice. You could well, I haven't given you the tour yet, but you can see in my background. Um, yeah, still getting settled in. Literally just set up Wi-Fi minutes before we started. But uh, Florida's nice. It's been warm, but not too hot yet because it's only May um there's there's the most um stark contrast at this point i've only been here for a weekish is there's the palm trees everywhere yeah right outside my bedroom window there's a palm tree that's what mom was saying like how people that have been born and raised in florida just see a palm tree and it's just like an everyday normal tree it's a normal tree for them mundane thing for them but right when we see palm trees we we immediately think we're in some type of exotic location. So yeah, yeah. Interesting. But it's pretty cool. Nice. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, Steelers play the Jags uh, in the preseason in Jacksonville. So maybe you can. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll be there. I'm definitely going to go then. Right. So uh, I think that's the last preseason game. So I, if I'm not mistaken, but if you haven't figured it out, we're going to be talking about the NFL schedule that was released tonight at 8 p.m. But if you're a complete schedule nerd like me, you've known the games all week. Um, I have to shout out two accounts uh, at Nerding NFL, Nerding on NFL, and Aussie NFL uh, for continuously throughout this week leaking the games to the best of their knowledge according to their sources. And um, I mean, there's a lot of people, even some players. I don't know if you saw Taylor Luan's tweet uh, today, and I, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. But he was pretty much just saying how this whole process is so extra, so drawn out. <laughs> uh, and where I can definitely see that to some degree. Come on, it's fun. It's yeah. just, it's, it's like, really, come on. Um, 
who who doesn't want to see where their teams? I mean, every we know the opponents way beforehand, months beforehand. But you know when they're playing them, they got a prime time date, prime time games. Your team's gonna get. Um, I mean, you didn't. We didn't know the preseason matchups, and you just everyone's got my live reaction of the Steelers are coming to my area. Like that's awesome. Exactly. If you're not getting amped up for a week three preseason game, I don't know if you're a true NFL fan. So I'm going to definitely get like the closest tickets I can to the Steelers sideline. Like how much do you think a a Jaguars third preseason game is going to be like, it's got to be like, I I, like to sit on this Steelers sideline, like as close as I can, I'll pay, I bet I'll pay like 40 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it being too, I don't know. too bad, but right. I think it's totally worth it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. So, like I said, we're going to be diving into the schedule. We're going to be going over some games that caught our eyes. Some, uh, I have some gripes with the schedule, so we'll be getting into that as okay. well. Um, and then we're going to be doing a, a um, I don't know what to call it, I guess, off the, off the top of the head, live, no prep, game-by-game reaction for a few teams. We'll do the Steelers, we'll do the Eagles, and we're going to do one random one, too. I'm going to ask you to pick a number one through 32, and then uh, we'll just go with a random team schedule at that point. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Before we get into that, though, we're going to go over some news and notes that have happened in the past week or so in the NFL. Uh, I don't know exactly when this came through, but DeAndre Hopkins suspended for six games due to violating the league's performance-enhancing drug policy. First bullet point I have here is uh, my condolences to your your dynasty team. That's that's uh, I know your team's pretty solid and pretty well covered otherwise, but you can't be happy about this. I'll, I'll let you comment nope. first. It sucks. Um, I was thinking about it today. I guess the past several many days since it came out, but I don't know if it's just me growing up from just a naive younger sports fan. Um, or maybe just the times have evolved, but like, I feel like I've switched from guys who get suspended for performance enhancing drug tests to like not liking them, feel like they're like they're cheating or whatnot, to now like feel bad for them. I just feel like I don't know, I- I'm not that well educated on like all the banned substances in the NFL. Um, or performance enhancing substances but um, I just feel like it's it's hard like to sometimes sometimes I guess it could be hard to like not it has to be confusing if guys like this like Hopkins who make millions and pay their trainers and whoever puts like makes decision of what they put in their body pay them I'm sure handsomely like if those people aren't even are getting it wrong then like it's got to be confusing granted i i did i did hear that hopkins trainer was someone who he was a trainer of someone else who got suspended for peds so maybe hopkins shouldn't have kept stuck with him but uh regardless i feel like it's just it's a tough job um where is i going with this sucks on my fancy team clearly uh we'll have to make some adjustments accordingly um and now we know why the Cardinals made the trade they did on draft night uh, with Marquise Brown. Uh, they gave him a first for him, which everyone seemed like a, 
even now knowing the news, it's still a lot, but people are less, I'm less shocked. Like I understand. Um, yeah. What do you got? Yeah. I mean, that, and that makes sense what you said. I mean, it's a very, I'm sure it's a very comprehensive and complex like list of banned substances. Um, that's, that's, that's certainly a good point that I didn't really think of. Um, how, I mean, these guys, it's, their trainer's literal job to just to know these things and if i'm sure nothing was done intentionally or else because i mean i don't know i feel like the, the nfl is pretty up to date and with it when when in terms of consistently testing these guys uh so they have to they, they can't be that dumb to where they think they're going to get away with it so i ha- you have to believe that this is uh unintentional yeah I just think it was funny how DeAndre Hopkins refused the COVID vaccine because he didn't know what was in it. But then he's like, <laughs> you know, let's put some banned substances in my body. That just that's that funny. is funny. Um, right? Yeah, it's. I really don't think most of the PED suspensions nowadays are intentional. Like they're intentionally like trying to, like it's not like the steroid era in baseball in the nineties. Any like that? That's like the connotation that I've had around. I used to have around it. I guess everyone had around it, like maybe early two thousands, but it's clearly evolved since then. Like it's, there's just so much that's banned and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, how do you think this affects the Cardinals? I, I, I took down their first six games and it is certainly not easy, especially uh-huh. the first three, right? So they open up uh, home against the chiefs. Then at the Raiders, home against the Rams. So right off the bat, you got Chiefs, Raiders, Rams. Um, then then you go at Carolina. That should be an easier one. Then uh, home against Philly, which could be a tough one. And then at Seattle. So four of those games are pretty tough, especially the first three. How do you think um, they'll do in those six games? And, you know, it is hard. Yeah. What do you think there? Um. I mean, I would like to – I should have done this research, I guess, but their record without Hopkins. I feel like well, – last year I'm talking about. Um, yeah, because I mean, he Hopkins, missed a, a considerable amount of time. He did. He missed the end of the season. Um, I think that's why he – I don't know. He Maybe it's something in rehabilitation from an injury is what this suspension is, like the whatever he got um tested for but i mean their offense really fell off the rails at the end of the season last year they uh i mean most notably with the playoff game against the rams like that was a beatdown. down they looked lost out there right and i think some people uh, i i i think some people I, i feel like some people think that hopkins isn't what he used to be like he maybe he's past his prime um, I guess I, I don't, I don't think I, I disagree. Um, even I'll give you, maybe he, he isn't quite the receiver he once was, but that offense still runs through him. Oh, even, even with James Connor rushing for what 17 touchdowns last year, something like that. Um, I mean, he's the most talented player on that offense and it's definitely going to cost them. I would, going off their opponents i'm going to say they go two and four yeah i was going to say i 
if he goes 500 in that stretch, I'd be, that's a win. I would be content with that for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm just looking up what his, if he played, he played 10 games last year. So he missed seven of them. Yeah. I'm just looking up what his stats would have projected out to be had he had played all the games. 71 catches. Yards would be. Okay, just under 1,000 at 971. But he did have eight touchdowns in 10 games. So he was definitely yep. on pace for one of his best touchdown seasons, if not his best. So I mean, yeah, eight in 10 games and 17 games. That's what, like 15, 16, 14 probably? Right, exactly. So, yes, he's definitely, uh, I don't know, still like, what would you say? Top, bottom, top 10, like, kind of guy in the NFL? For sure, so, top there's 10. so many good receivers in the NFL. That's the, that's the thing. There are right, and I think they're. I don't want to be misconstrued with stats and actual like on field production. That's the same thing. Sorry, just stats and talent is what I mean. Like, even if you don't put up the same, like the stats is the best receiver. Like, doesn't mean you're not still a top receiver. Um, I mean, last year, who do they have other than him to catch balls? Christian Kirk had a thousand yards, I think. He got a. Th- I thought he didn't get a thousand. I'll just check that real quick. But I, mean, I know Christian Kirk got paid a ton, but I, I, I think he's a decent number two at best. And outside of him, it's very thin. I know they had a rookie Rondell Moore. Uh, they traded for Zach Ertz late in the season. Chase Edmund. Chase Edmund was not even healthy. Um, a lot of the season, he catches balls out of the backfield. Just I wouldn't I would say not the best receiver group, pass catching group. Um yeah. So he garners a lot of a lot of defense. Right. Um yeah, I I got confused. So Christian Kirk, 77 catches, 982 yards, five touchdowns. So just under a right. thousand. Marquise Brown had a thousand. That's that's who um I got confused he, with the He had a thousand. Yes, he did. He had that's surprising. 91 catches, 1,008 yards, and six touchdowns. Okay. So he comes over in the trade, and I, I'm very happy for his start of the season as a, he is on my dynasty team. So I kind of, you know, benefit from Jack's uh, player suspension, if you will. Yep. Other big news that happened a few days ago, early this week, Tom Brady agrees to the most lucrative sports broadcasting contract in sports history 375 million dollars for 10 years that's more than he accumulated in his playing days which is still going on uh the deal is for whenever he retires for him to immediately transition into the booth when do you think he'll start do you think it's next season or no is it in the booth or an analyst's like on the uh he's uh he's calling games with kevin burkhart Okay. Oh, right. Okay. You're correct. I, I did hear that. So he will be the color commentator. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Like, this is like Michael Jordan called, like, Michael Jordan instead of, like, Mark Jackson. Right. Like, pairing alongside Mike Green. Or, um, I guess that's really the only good comparison, but, uh, and the deal, I, I think it's worth it. I, I think people are going to tune in. I know people will tune in just to hear him every week. Um, 
and Fox really needs this because of all the shuffling around with um I feel like every network shuffled like besides CBS, guys are, everyone did I think right like a lot of shuffling around and I Fox got the short end of the stick because they lost Aikman and Buck to Monday Night Football ESPN um Obviously, Nance and Romo sticking with CBS. Uh, Al Michaels is going to Thursday Night Football on Prime with who? Do you remember who? Kirk Herbstreet. Okay. That's good. And um, Sunday Night Football is just going to be Collins and Tariko, which they kind of got. Michaels and Tariko kind of like split time last year, so that's just going to be a same easy transition. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, losing Buck and Aikman is, is huge for Fox. So they, they need a deal like this. Who is going to be Burkhart this year, I assume. And who is it? Olsen? I don't know. I was just going to ask you that. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it could be Greg Olson. I think he's done a few. He's definitely started doing that. I think. Right. So I think he's decent. Who? Oh, Witten was bad from what I remember. Right. Yeah. My Monday Night Football was tandem was Witten and McDonough. Yeah, but McDonough has grown on me, but like he's pretty like monotone and like I don't know, I I don't find him too exciting. And I pretty much I don't I'm not that big of a critic of of like broadcasters as I feel like a lot of people are very critical and like despise broadcasters because like they hate their team or whatever. But um, that's really why. But like I like most broadcasters, but yeah, McDonough written Jesus. Yeah, I I. I don't like, I don't subscribe to that theory where I think a broadcaster hates like the Steelers or something like that. Cause these guys are like professionals. They're on Fox and CBS. Like they're yeah. not going to, they're not going to say anything like that. And I think yeah. you're just projecting if you think that they that, have, a, have a vendetta yes. against your team. Philly I mean, fans. it's just, for me, I guess it's just, uh, I don't know, the tone of their voice, like kind of how they enunciate their words and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I judge whether I, I like them or not. But uh, like, I just love football so much that I love all of these guys just because I associate their voice and their presence with football. Oh, could there could be no broadcasters? It doesn't really matter. So I guess I mean, no, no, they matter. obviously, I don't know. They enhance the game. Yes. Right. Obviously, with their insight and just, you know, it, it would feel weird without it. I, I don't. Oh, yeah. It would definitely I, I kind of, I'm walking back on that statement, but, you know, it's football. So. We're going to watch it regardless. Yep. Um, all right. So I guess that's it with the, the news and notes. We can get into the schedule here. Um, you know, 272 games. So it's obviously a lot. And we're just kind of, I mean, I, I've known these for a couple of days, but I'm sure you're just kind of looking at this in first glance now. Uh, what are some games that kind of call your eye that you're looking forward to? I know obviously the Steelers games, but I guess maybe non-Steelers games. There's so many to pick from, so. It's hard to narrow it down, but is there anything that immediately caught your eye? Um, I this should be the first game circle, and everyone's uh, if you're looking at the uh, just top games you want to watch, it's the Bills at Chiefs. Obviously, one of, probably the one of the best football games we've ever seen. Um, I was a little surprised at first; it's not a prime time game, but I 
this has to be i don't know the t- all the times are out right maybe except like week 17 um or week yes. 18 but yes. is this going to be a 425 cbs scheme i, I get just make it has to be right yeah week six week six 25 cbs right okay so that also makes sense because like nance and romo kind of get to call it again so um it makes in, sense in that's Kansas not a prime City time again so right I mean, it's going to be a great game. It has to be a great game unless, like, Josh Allen is out for the season or something like that. So, it'll it's going to be awesome. And um, they're going to be teammates in the match on June 1st. June 1st. Yeah, that's uh, – It's Mahomes and Allen. Team. Mahomes and Allen versus Brady and Rodgers. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. The, the younger guys and the older guys. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly that's that's a no brainer right there. That was, I mean, it was unbelievable that game. So we can only be so lucky if it's anywhere close to that. Right. I the first, I mean, the game that I wrote down initially was the very first game, the Bills uh, going to LA to play the Rams on the opener. I'm very happy that the NFL went with this game for the opener. Because I was I was convinced all along that it was going to be the I mean, not until the leaks came out, but I'm mean, even in the you know the month months prior, I was anticipating Cowboys just because that just seems like something they'd do for the ratings. Not that the Cowboys would would give a bad game because they're a good team in their own right, but you know Bills clearly on a on I think a different tier, and um, I'm just glad they went with that. I was hearing some rumblings of. You know, maybe 49ers, which again, that'd be okay, but I think they made the best choice with, with the Bills and Rams. I'm very excited about that. I think yeah. Um that was the best choice. And I'm I'm glad they went with that. Right. Yeah, I right. I I agree. I think as we stand here today, that's the best AFC team versus best NFC team. Yeah. Maybe you can make an argument for the Bucks. Um but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I as much as I for the Cowboys um, and love Dak, I I'm just less excited for them this year because it's we know it's gonna it's good like they're they're They'll just be good cursed. but not good enough. They're they're cursed. Came a little out of them because they traded away Mari or did, did they re- no they traded Mari Cooper. Um, but I don't know. We'll see about them. Dalton Schultz can have 100 catches, 1,200 yards, and 10 touchdowns this year. Okay. If you can't tell, I have da- anyone listening, I have Dalton Schultz on my dynasty team. That's why I said that. Um, I didn't write this one down, but, you know, like you said about the Cowboys, uh, they do have the Sunday night game against the Bucks, rematch of the opener from last year. I think that's that's a that's a very solid first Sunday night football game, I think. So I'm, I think that's Cowboys-Bucks. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. more, that was the wiser choice to do Bills Rams initially, and then Cowboys Bucks Sunday night. I I think that's ideal for me. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. The other individual game that I wrote down here is the Chiefs Bengals, Week Thirteen Sunday at four twenty five. A rematch. Okay. Of, they played twice last year. They played. Yeah, uh, they did. Week, and Bengals won both. Yeah, they they did win both. I think it was Week Seventeen. If I'm not it mistaken. It was late in the season. Yeah. Uh, Bengals won by three to clinch the AFC North. And then obviously they played an AFC championship game, which that was another fantastic game. So I'm really excited to see these teams square off again. Games in Cincinnati. Um, 
I'm just I think the Bengals, I mean, they 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 made such a leap clearly going from last in the division all the way to the the Super Bowl. And it was reflected from the schedule here because I think they only had one primetime game last year and they ended up with five this year. So wow. the NFL definitely rewarding them for the season they had. And it'll be interesting to see if they can they can follow it up. Um, now, well, I wouldn't call it rewarding them because I don't think the uh, teams like primetime games because it throws off their schedule. I think they just want to reap the rewards of how good they are because it's good for ratings. So I wouldn't call it rewarding. But I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they get maybe a little bit more upset with Thursday night games as opposed to Sunday or Monday games because uh, it's such a short week. Even I, they don't like Monday games. It, as, only, if only it's what, even though it's only one day, it really throws off. Like it's, they still consider it a pretty short week going from Monday to Sunday, especially if there's travel involved. Right. Yeah, that, that's a fair point. I do think there's something to be said, though. I think they, they you know, Maybe in the week, but I think when you're actually in the game, I think you maybe get a little more pumped up if it's a standalone yeah. game. And mm-hmm. usually they're you're playing against tougher competition or something. You're, they're not going to schedule a, a crap team to play one prime time. So mm-hmm. that there, there could be a little bit more extra juice in that one. So mm-hmm. let's say rewarding their fans because the fans, you know, I, I bet the, fa- the fans, the fans yeah. like, like watching their team in prime time. Uh, the only other thing I had, and like I said, there's there's at least four great games every week. There's just so many games to choose from, but I, we were talking a little bit about it before we hit the record button. Um, but I really, I'm really impressed with the, the Christmas day uh, game slate. Um, you get the Packers going to Miami in the first game. This is the first triple header they ever have done on uh, on Christmas day. Uh, but you have Packers going to the dolphins at 1 PM. Broncos Rams 430. That's a great game with Russell Wilson. Um, you know, first season in Denver. Then you get mm-hmm. Bucks Cardinals 820. That should be an, an, another exciting game. So yeah, all, they, well, they not well. all three. The two of three interconference games, which is interesting. Um, like just seeing the the Dolphins and Pat versus the Packers on Christmas, it seems like odd, but I, I like these interconference games. Like it's just teams you don't always get to clearly don't get to see face off at very often it's just it's just cool but yeah i agree with you Good it's games. gonna be weird though just watching at miami like it just feels like that should be in green bay because it's christmas mm-hmm. and it's cold right um but nonetheless it'll still be fun <sighs> man dolphins with tyria kale that's gonna be we're you see the video of the tua yeah, video i did yeah everyone was clowning tua for you know Underthrowing Tyree Kill in in a practice, so and uh, Twitter right. definitely had fun with that one. And I saw a tweet. I'm sorry, I'm eating. No, I saw okay. a tweet that um someone posted a, a job posting for like it was a Dolphins job posting for video editor. Like mm. it was real. Like it wasn't. It was an actual like. And it was like, wow, this is quick. That guy got that guy that guy got fired quick. Yeah, they were definitely doing him no favors with that one. Uh, should have definitely read the room with with that right. post. Uh, I have some I have some gripes with the schedule here, though. Although I, I was complimenting there, I think they definitely got some good things there, good games, good matchups. But as always, it's not perfect. Uh, and I can, I mean, it's a tough job. You got to coordinate so many different things. So oh yeah, 
I'm not like putting too much blame. These are just, you know, I'm just, just nitpicking here. First off, Lions, they got no primetime games. Oh, it seemed we're going to, we, did we talk about that on here? Like, it seemed we're big on. Yes, we did, because that was part of my bold prediction of the Lions getting eight wins. And you were kind of hopping on the bandwagon a little yeah. bit there. Uh, they're the only team in the league to have no primetime games. They do play on Thanksgiving, obviously, the, as, as is tradition at 1230, but not necessarily. Don't they have a, an odd opponent, too, on Thanksgiving? Uh, play Buffalo. Odd. Well, Buffalo always, I feel like, I guess Buffalo doesn't always get a uh, Thanksgiving game, but I feel like they do often. The past two years they have. I mean, they played last okay. year. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's just a little upsetting because I think the Lions are going to be a fun team this year, and I think they will surprise people, and I don't know. It's it's Dan Campbell, and mm-hmm. it's just fun, man. I don't know. They have. I think they're going to, I think, like, I know, we. I said it last two episodes ago, whenever that was, but. I really do think they're going to surprise people. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Don't th- I don't think those will be the case next year. I think they're definitely going to get maybe two primetime games at least next year. Um, another complaint I had is the week one Monday night football game. I don't know if you know what it is. And again, it's not that it's a bad game for the storyline because it's Denver, uh, Seattle, because it's Russ's return to Seattle week one Monday night football. It's an intriguing storyline, but I don't think it's week one primetime worthy. It should be a bad game. It should be. Like, the Seahawks are going to be very bad this year. Like, I, I do not want to see Drew yeah. Locke or Juno Smith <laughs> playing a standalone game at all, let alone the first minute of football game of the year. I mean, I we just... Get to, well, well, that's... I think you forgot Charles Cross is going to be primetime. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I agree with you. Kenneth Walker too. Can't wait to see him get eight carries. <laughs> we, um, I don't want to get off too, too much of a tangent here, but the Jerry Ju- Judy news that broke today. Right. I didn't, we didn't even include that in the, uh, the news and notes section, but yeah, Jerry Judy was arrested and the specific charge was, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think I saw like he was get it wrong. Okay. <laughs> I think he like withheld a car seat for his kid or something like I don't know. It was it was something like that. It was but it was a domestic violence thing. Domestic not violence. Did you say divest, domestic non-violence? What did you just say? I, well, if <laughs> I thought it was domestic violence, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Sorry, but I thought it was domestic violence, but when you say withhold a car seat. I guess it wasn't exactly domestic violence. It was like something. It's not necessarily violent. It's it's not right though. Okay, um, here it was second degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer. That's a that's I, I a lot. I don't really know what that means. With a domestic violence enhancer. Second degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer. I literally don't know what any of that means. I know what those words mean individually, but when you put them together, I don't know. Yeah, I, right. So the situation to monitor, um, if it progresses further, you know. Yeah, like I I was going to say. Suspension, it could be something. Yeah, like I was going to say, do you think it's likely Jerry Judy plays in this Monday Night Football game on week one? But literally, we don't even know the words that are causing him to be in trouble. So I don't think we, we can even like say an opinion on that. I guess we could just move on. Yeah. 
Um, no way I'll say a, a 70, 70% chance he plays. No, no, 70% he doesn't play in week uh, one. Eh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm actually pretty confident in that. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Are you saying the Seahawks have a chance now? No. No. It's going to be 30 to nine. That's going to be the score. Charles Cross is going to have two touchdowns. Yeah, and they'll still lose, they'll lose 43 to 14. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another gripe, I guess we'll get into in a second here with the Steelers, but we, uh, we don't have a very easy start to the season. I, I think it's kind of a tough start in my opinion. Um, well, I don't even, why don't we just, tra- if you don't have any more gripes, why don't we just transition into going, predicting the Steelers schedule? I actually do have two. I'll say them real quickly. I guess we'll save that for a sec. Or, save the Steelers. Two. Great. Yeah. Well, the okay, it's there's another Steelers gripe, but I'll I'll skip that for now as well. Save that too. Uh, I'm su- This isn't a gripe. I'm just. It's more of a surprise to me. I'm surprised the Browns only have two primetime games this year. Um, right. Do you think the Watson situation has something to do with that? Yeah. And when are the primetime games? I guess they're. I mean, one of them is against us, Week Three, Thursday Night Football. Okay, so. I'm gonna assume that's not Watson. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, so What's the other one? Week three, Steelers, Thursday night football, and the other one. Bengals Browns, week eight, Monday night football on Halloween. Heck, that still could be without Watson if he gets an eight game, but yeah, I mean it's just it's surprising how they put both those games within the first half of the season. And then they don't have any of the rest of the year. And is that tell? I don't know. What What do you think that means? Do you think that means that they're leading towards? I feel like if they, if first of all, they probably don't know. But if they did, and he was, if he was not suspended, I feel like they would give them more primetime games than two. So I'm going back and forth on this now. Do you think, for ratings purposes? They want Deshaun Watson on primetime, or the, the NFL wants Deshaun. Sorry, the NFL wants Watson on primetime. The NFL doesn't want him on, on primetime. I would think that they do. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a better on field product, but do you think um, bad for like image, like NFL image? You know, do you think? What do you think? They're. I keep going back and forth on where they lean on that where they would lean on that what do you think i think it's just people's perception of you know what they think of this situation in the nfl it's just going to be judged on the suspension length not necessarily if he's playing in prime time or not then that means i mean if if the theory that the nfl thinks he's bad for prime time i don't really think they care Tyreek Hills in prime time. Like, that, I think that's different. I I, I don't know. This Watson thing is a quarterback. Is, it's a quarterback, and like no NFL player has ever been accused of 42 accounts of domestic violence or whatever, sexual assault. Um I I this is one of the more most unique situations that are like I mean, he was already like 
sat out like he was already out for a year you know mm-hmm. like it's this is like an unprecedented situation yeah it really is i don't know it was just i guess maybe i shouldn't be as surprised as i am because when it comes to this situation in the browns i think if anything if, if they had if they had five primetime games i don't think i'd be like you shouldn't really be surprised but if they have like one or two, I guess I also shouldn't be surprised as well, but mm-hmm. it was just interesting to note. I was, that was definitely one thing I was really looking for because, you know, it's such a wild card and we, right. he could be out the entire year. We don't know. I mean, yep. you get a disgruntled Baker in there if he's still on the team or Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> so, or Josh Dobbs. Or, yeah, exactly. Or Josh Dobbs. All right. All right, guess, Steelers. Steelers gripes and predictions. Yeah, I'll start with the gripes. Like I said, I think it was a tough start to the season. Um, so it does concern me slightly, but I don't know. I think we could be fine. It's just, It does, I guess, lighten up towards the middle and the end, but it's still, uh, I don't know. Could be tough. If, if Kenny's starting right out the gate, I don't know. We're going to have to play our best football. So the other... Grape I had very minor, but we started on the road for the eighth straight season. I think that's a little weird. Like eight years in a row. It is weird. But that's gotta be so uncommon. I don't know how, like, you know what I mean? How many teams do you think that, that has happened to? Like that's 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 a that's a so our last home opener was what 2014? Yeah. When we play the Browns. When we beat them, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a little weird. I mean, clearly that's just not something they're factoring in when they make it. Like, that's just bad luck. Yeah. Interesting. All right. We're going to go game by game here. And we'll come out with our record prediction. We're going to do this, like I said, in the top of the show, Steelers, Eagles, and we'll do one random team. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Adam Schefter tweeted. <laughs> I just okay. got this I, I thought I thought this was a home opener, but like at home stretch, but it's not. No, just, yeah. The Chiefs are the first team in NFL history to start a season with eight straight games against that against teams that had a winning record in the previous season. So talk about a tough start. Jesus. Right. Oh, God. I'll just read it real quick. First eight games for the Chiefs. Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, 49ers, Titans. That is brutal. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's what happens when you play in the AFC West this year. You're gonna have True. a gonna have a gauntlet at some point. But they don't have the Broncos. Not in those first eight games. Hmm. And also the Broncos didn't have a winning record last year. I know that's what I'm saying. They like if they I would assume they'd play the Broncos. They're a divisional opponent. They play the Broncos at least once in the first half. They don't. Nope. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, look for the Chiefs to make a late season push. Their record has to, or their schedule has to get a lot, lot easier. So, right. Week one for the Steelers at the Bengals. Loss. I'm also going to loss. Zero and one for both of us. Week two, home opener against the Patriots at 1 p.m. Win. 
I'm giving us a loss. You have one and one. I've owned two. Week three, Thursday night football at Cleveland. Win. I also think it's a win. One and two for me, two and one for you. Week four, home against the Jets, 1 p.m. Win. Oh, there's three wins. We're three and one. Yeah, I have us at two and two. Jack has us three and one. You say at the Jets? Home against the Jets. Okay. I'm actually, uh, I think we should try to go to that game because I was looking up when Pitt and Pitt and the Steelers have home games at the same time. I think that's one of the only weekends. So we should definitely okay. try to go. We'll to talk. We'll talk off air. Uh, Jets, they didn't prove, had a great draft. And, um, you know, they've got a loaded, they've got some weapons to say the least, but still have Zach Wilson as their quarterback. I'm not sold on him. So I still think that's a comfortable win. Week five at Buffalo, Sunday at 1 p.m. Loss. I also have a loss. You have three and two. I have two and three. Week six, we have home against Tampa Bay at one o'clock. Weird game. That's the loss. The best quarterback, the best quarterback of all time versus uh, Tom Brady. That's tough. <laughs> um, nice. But I, I'll, I'll give Steelers a loss. I also have a loss, unfortunately. So you have us at three and three through six weeks. I have it two and four through six weeks. Week seven, we're going to Miami. Ooh, Sunday, interesting one. Sunday night football. Ooh, more interesting. <sighs> That'll give us a win. I'm unfortunately giving us a loss here. Whoa. So you have a starting four and three. I have a starting at not very two. good two and five. Okay. Week eight, we have at the Eagles. Sunday, oh, October 30th at 1 p.m. I will be going to this game. Ugh. I already gave us so many wins. You're four and three for us. I'm at two and five. Another win. Another win. I think we're going to win this game. I do. Think All right. The, I think the Eagles are going to be good this year, but I think we're going to take I do too. business. At the I do too. I agree. I think the Eagles will be good. So you have five and three heading by week nine. So you have us five and three heading into the bye. I have us three and five heading into the bye. Okay. Week 10 coming off the bye, home against the Saints, Sunday, November 13th at 1 p.m. I'm not very high on the Saints. Home? Steelers are home? Yes, yes. I'll give us a win. I'm going to also give us a win. I have us four and five. You have us at six and three. Yeah, these expectations are too high. Week 11, Sunday night game. At home versus the Bengals. Uh, I lost. I, we got to go. We need a loss. Mm, you have us getting swept by the Bengals. Yeah. Well, I'm joining you. I also have us getting swept by the Bengals. So I have us four and six. Two years in a row. I have us at four and six. You have us at six and four. Through 11 weeks. Okay. Week 12, Monday night. So back to back primetime games. We have a Sunday night against the Bengals. We have week 12, Monday night at Indianapolis. Loss. I have a win. Okay. So I have five and six. 
you have six and five okay. for 12 weeks. Week 13, we have a one o'clock game on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Win. Yeah, I'll be very upset. If we don't win that game, that's that's bad. Yeah. So I have a win as well. You have us at seven and five. I have us at six and six. Week 14, home against the Ravens at 1 p.m. Loss. I also have a loss. I have six and seven. You have seven and six. Yep. At Panthers, Sunday at 1 p.m., week 15. Win. I also have a win there. Uh, I have seven and seven. You have eight and six. Saturday night, December 24th, Christmas Eve at 8.15. Home. You know who it is? No, I don't. Las Vegas Raiders. Christmas Eve, primetime game against the Raiders at Heinz Field. I'm going to say loss is going to ruin my Christmas. I have a win. All right, so I, I was a little bit behind you there, but I have us kind of catching up to you. Um, both have, we're both have us at eight and seven through 16 weeks. Okay. At Baltimore, New Year's Day at 1 p.m. Nine and seven. Oh, okay. There you go. Sorry. I also I have Ninth a win, win as well. Kenny, a, Kenny's going to have some New Year's Day magic. I have a win as well. Um, I think we'll split against the Ravens. I had us losing the first game. So nine and seven. You win with then, the Browns? In the week 18, home against the Browns. Home. That's a win. I got 10 and seven. I got a win. And as well. Yeah, same 10 and seven. There we go. All right. Yeah, that's what I've. Uh, I'm going with, I had us three and five going to the bye and then winning seven of our last nine games. Okay. And I said it before, I think Kenny starts week one. Yeah. So maybe he'll struggle early. Definitely got some tough games in the beginning of the year, but I think we can kind of go on a little bit of a run. I mean, as even if you think Kenny's going to be bad, Tomlin will not. You have a losing season. Sorry, he won't. He it'll never happen. Yeah, I'm just looking at like where the stretch of this like this. There's we've had some easy games, but there's not a stretch where you can go like, okay, that's like three or four games where like we should definitely win. Like rattle off four of them. Like mm-hmm. 13, 14, and fifteen. We've got Falcons, but then we have the Ravens, and then we have the Panthers. So like Falcons and Panthers in there, we get the Ravens smushed in between. Yeah. Um, you get Browns potentially without Deshaun Watson, and then you get the Jets at home, but then you got to go Bills, Bucks. So it's not like there's a there's a ton of stretches where they're like super easy. Yeah. So that's certainly um, interesting there. Philadelphia Eagles. We both mentioned a few minutes ago uh, that we think they're going to be very good here, but we'll, we'll spend a little less time in the Eagles and the and our random team here. Um, than the Steelers, but Eagles week one away at the Lions at 1 p.m. Win. I have win as well. I know we both are higher on the Lions than most, but Eagles are going to win that one. Week two, Monday night football home opener, Monday night 8.30 against the Minnesota Vikings. 
I'll give them a loss. Humble themselves a little bit. 2-0 and for the Eagles. Okay. Week three, on the road against the Commanders at 1 p.m. Win. Sorry, Wentz. Win as well. Wentz going to be shaken. Week four, home against your Jacksonville Jaguars at 1 p.m. At Philly? Correct. Win. If they'd win on the road, too. Win as well. <laughs> um, I have four, Eagles starting 4-0 and and Eagles starting 3-1. and one. Okay. Week five at Arizona, 425. Weird loss. I have a win. I have 5-0 and for the Eagles to start. Got to travel cross country. That's definitely going to be tough. Week six, Sunday Night Football at home versus the Cowboys, Sunday Night Football. I'm going to hate my life, but I'll say win. I have a loss. And they have a bye week seven. So heading into the bye, you have them four and two. Early bye. I have five and one. Okay. Week eight, uh, I think we both had Steelers beating the Eagles, correct? Or you had the the Eagles winning? I don't remember. I had. I had the the Steelers winning. No, no, I, I had a win. So we had Steelers, right? Okay, I have Steelers as well. So I am dropping to five and two. You have them at four and three. Yep. Thursday night football at the Texans. Gotta be a win. Win. So I have six and two. You have five and three, I believe. Yep. Week 10, home Monday night football against the Commanders. Home, correct. Oh, when's when's revenge game? Let's give it to him. Let's get let's get uh, Eagles lose. Okay, I have them winning. I have oh, I have seven and two, and you have five and four. Wow. Okay. At the Colts, one p.m. Interesting. I'll give Nick Sirianni revenge game (laughs) and Frank Reich revenge game. Oh. Well, Sirianni was what coach there? Offensive coordinator, I believe. And Reich was the offensive coordinator of the Eagles. Um, I'll give the win to the Eagles. I have the Colts. So I have seven and three. And I do you think have, the Colts would be good, though. I have seven and three Eagles. You have six. You and know four. what? Sorry. Who's home? Colts. I'll give it to the Colts. Okay. You have five and five Eagles. I have seven and three Eagles. Yep. Home Sunday night football against the Packers. Their Eagles are home. Let's just give it to them. I have Packers in this one. All right. So six and five. And I have seven and four. Uh, Home against the Titans, 1 p.m. Win. For the Eagles. Yep. That's who we're we're talking about. (laughs) Same, Same here. I have eight and four. What what do you have? Seven and five. five. Okay. At the Giants, 1 p.m. Win. Win. Giants will be so bad. Uh, I'm already drawing a blank. Nine and four, I think I have them. And um, eight and six, five. Okay. At the Bears, 1 p.m. Win. Win. There's stick. Ten and I have them ten and four. Jeez, dude. No, I mean, all right. I got them at nine and five though. At the Cowboys, four twenty-five. Loss. I have loss. Not in Jerry's world. 
Home against the Saints, 1 p.m. Uh, I'm not big on the Saints. What week is this? 17. Eagles are what in my thing? Nine and six? Nine and or ten and six. No, nope. nine and six. Nine, nine and six. six. I have them ten and five. I'll give them a win. Okay. So they're ten and six. I have them getting a win as well. Eleven and five. And then last home against the Giants. Uh I feel like they'll have it like clinch the rest and then loss. I got a loss as well. So you have them 10 and 7. I have them at 11 and 6. Okay. All right. They're going to have to pay Hurts. <laughs> yep. Pick a number 1 through 32. Uh, can you pick it 8? You have 8. Okay. We are doing the New York Giants. <laughs> You uh, want to pick another I, number? I want to pick another. I okay. want to pick another. <laughs> Sorry, Giants fans. We're not going with them. Um, I want. A, I want an interesting team. Uh, All right, hold on. You'll you'll have two more vetoes if you want. Okay. No, like max of three. One more veto. One more veto. Um, okay. Um. And then if your if your third one is worse, you can pick one of the previous two. Kenny Pickett seven. No, I mean Ben Roethlisberger what? seven. <laughs> okay. Commanders. Uh, I, I guess I'll exercise my la- my my option of doing another. Um. Let's get off the the just the peak players. How about like twenty four? Twenty four. Okay. Let's see. Panthers. Screw it. Let's just do the. Can we just, in the spirit of Jacksonville, can we do the Jags? All right. We're doing the Jags in the spirit of Jacksonville. Even though it's like not even a good team, it's just I'm more intrigued by them. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. I, I If we were doing either the Lions or Jags, even though they're, they shouldn't be the best. You're right. Yeah. They're fun. I'm down. Yeah. In our, in our opinions. Okay. All right. Week one, home, 1 p.m. against the Commanders. Home? Yep. Loss. I have a loss as well, 0-1. Week, uh, sorry, hold on. Let me just make sure that was. Oh, my bad. It's, uh, that's on the road. My bad. Okay, still lost. Okay. Not gonna it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to win. Okay. Good. I'm not gonna uh, home win. against the Colts, 1 p.m., week two. Loss. Wait, you said home? Th- this Week two is home against the Colts. Win. They, o- they always beat the Colts at home. The Colts haven't beat the Jags in Jacksonville since, like, 2013. Or 20 – it's, like, one of the long – remember? That's the, the game that happened last week of the season. Yeah, they're 6-0. and oh. I gotta st- stick with the trend. They're 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 beating the Colts. I mean, I think the Colts are gonna break the trend. Oh, come on. Maybe I'll have them going to Indianapolis and winning. Zero oh, and two. You have one and one. Week three on the road, four oh five against the Charters. Plus. Zero oh, and three. Week four at the Eagles. We gave we gave the Eagles a win. We can't give. Okay. Yeah. So one and three. 
I have Owen four. Oh man. Home against the Texans. Win. I think it's gonna be a close win. This seems like okay. a game they'd lose, but I'm gonna give them a close win. I'll go an overtime win there. They're better than oh my god. They're better than Texans. Yeah. Uh you have two and three. I have one and four. Week six at the Colts. I they're not gonna sweep them, so I'll say loss. I'll give them a win. Okay. Two and two and both have two and four. Uh home against the Giants. Win. I give them a win too. I got Giants I got, stink. I got them winning three in a row. All right. So Things three and four. Three and Duval. four for both of us. Then they traveled to London, across the pond. Their home stadium. Nine thirty, yes, nine thirty Eastern time. Uh they play the Broncos though. Give him a win. Jerry Drew is going to be still going to be out. Jerry Drew is going to have an eight-game suspension. He'll still be out. The home crowd is going to be behind them and be behind them in London. Um, yeah, I'm going to feel good about that. I'm giving him a win too. Trayvon okay. Walker and and um, Josh Allen get to Russ like four times. Good. Four and four for the Jags for both of us. Then they go home to play the Raiders. Loss. Yeah, their four-game winning streak is coming to an end there. Loss. That's just tough travel. Uh, then, just to travel. Just travel. And then they play the Chiefs on the road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they go, they go. Oh, my gosh. This this stretch for them is brutal. Uh, I'm giving them a loss. Four and six heading into the bye week 11. And I think we're both, we're both at four and six, right? Yeah. The only games we switched were the two Colts games, I think. Everything else has been the same. Uh, then they have a bye, and then they are have the Ravens at home. So they go Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, Ravens. Okay. Loss. I have a loss as well. Four and seven both. Um, at the Lions. This is tough. That's a, I'm I'm saying that's a loss for me. They're four and eight. Win. Okay. Is it home? No. Uh. Still win. I have four and oh, sorry, four. I have four and eight. You have five and seven. Yeah. At the Titans, win. They're losing that game. Uh, I have four and nine. You have six and seven. Six and seven. Home against the Cowboys. Loss. Loss. That makes them in my book four and ten, and you have them six and eight. Thursday night for their only primetime game, Thursday night football, week 16. I don't know why they have this game this so late in the season, week 16. They travel to the city that never sleeps, uh, New York, to play the Jets. Gross win. <laughs> I have a win as well. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, why is that game not like? Why is that week 16? Week 16? Thursday Night Football, Jets, Jags. So I'm at seven and eight, I think. Yeah. I'm at five and ten. Okay. Week 17 at the Texans. Win. I have a win as well. I have them six and ten. You have them. Eight and eight. 
Yeah. Last week, home against the Titans. Away. Home. Oh. I'll say loss. I'll give him a win. I have seven and ten. You have eight and nine. We're not that far off. All three of them. Steelers were both at ten and seven. I had Eagles eleven and six. You had them at ten and seven. Then you have the Jags at eight and nine. I had them seven and ten. So pretty close. Good. Got to find a. Uh, I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm sure we're going to be covering this all throughout the summer, and then I'm sure by the time we actually put out our official predictions, we're going to definitely differ on some teams. That's that's yeah. a given. Yeah. All right, that's the schedule, folks. Um, share with us where, how you think your team's going to do this year. And uh, I think we, we're kind of cooling off with the NFL news, maybe, perhaps. Probably not. There's no really offseason in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and they, they just dominate the calendar. I mean, that's just the yeah. NFL trying to do a whole week of schedule release stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess soon enough we'll have uh, mini camps. And then we'll have training camp uh, about a month after that. And then we'll be in preseason and fantasy draft time. So yep. I don't know what I was saying when I was saying it's going to cool off. It's, we're going right around the clock here. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to sh- follow the show on Instagram at Hogline Podcast and TikTok at Hogline Podcast. Thank you for Mr. T's Tuxedos for sponsoring today's episode as always. And uh, we will catch you next time, folks, with another episode. See you.